0: Hi, guys. My name is Starlight Skies, and this talk is about the mystery behind the marketing. But I actually don't think there is a mystery. I think it's pretty straightforward and logical. But I just wanted to say real quick that every game is different and could require a different approach. So what works for one game doesn't necessarily work for another game. So just keep that in mind whenever you're doing a game that you can't just copy what other people do. Um, Some games may sell very well, but their social media may not reflect that success. Like, you know that maybe you you played a game and you really like it and you're like, I want to you know, see what their social media is like. I wanna see what they're doing. Hold on, I'm gonna minimize my talk real quick, okay. You maybe see their social media and you're just like, wow, this is a great game. Why haven't more people thought about this? why you know why aren't people getting what i'm getting it's because they may not understand how they can get an audience through social media uh so that's what i'm going to do today so i have many clients i do consultations and as i'm doing them uh, with both solo developers and companies i have the same conversation over and over again which is that they understand the technical aspects of how a game works but they don't necessarily know Like how to take what they're making and give it context to sell to a larger audience. Basically what they're telling me is, I know what I'm doing, but how do I show it to other people? So we've heard it all before that having a great idea is just not good enough. Saying to people, uh, well, play it, it's that it's fun, just doesn't work anymore. But what I wish people would talk about more after that is that the fact that it needs to be marketable. And I'll get over that in just a second, but I just want to say that there's always exceptions to this. For example, if, uh, here we go, just moving my screen over just a second. Okay. So basically, I want to say that there's always exceptions to this, as in some games basically uh, are not marketed at all and then become really popular, but I wouldn't rely on that. Um, I would definitely have a strategy to whatever it is that you're, you're going to do because people that I've had like hit games have had experience with this before and they kind of get a sense for like what's going to sell and what isn't going to sell. So we've heard this all we've heard this term before developers wear many hats, but people outside the industry may not understand how this works because they don't do game development. They don't understand that there is a like there's all these nooks and crannies when it comes to development and you have to kind of fill in a lot of them. And marketing is like basically one of these hats. And I'm, I'm saying this right now because a lot of developers think it's just an add-on that they do towards the end of development, but it is a mindset and you should think of it as its own skill. It's just like with how long it takes programming, how long it takes to do art or design, it takes time to do this. And it's not something that's just like tacked on towards the end, in my opinion. All right, so... Uh, Many times, people want to know shortcuts. They're like, my game's going to come out in a month. What do I do? And unfortunately, uh, you're going to have to put in the work, and earlier the better, in my opinion. Uh, so, basically, uh, not one thing is going to make everyone hear about your game. And it's like the myth of overnight success. So, what I mean by this is that you may hear about something that's coming out right now, and you're just like, wow, this, you know, I, I love this. This is so great. And you have not seen the years that it took to put together whatever it is that you're looking at that you really like. So if you think that just like one Facebook post is going to do it, or one streamer is going to play it, or like just one PR email, it's usually not enough. You usually don't see all of the, the work that marketing uh, marketers have to do to get eyeballs on whatever it is you're doing. So try um, to do what you can. All right. So now I'm going to go over uh, a little bit about like, what is the market? Like, where do we get this term like marketing coming from? Well, it's how the public sees your project uh, product objectively. It gives an honest indicator of how well your game is going to sell. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is uh, because a lot of developers think that the marketing is uh, like shrouded in mystery. There's a fog here. Like they don't understand it and they don't get it. And they don't even know where to begin with with the idea of it they just know that they they want you know people to play their game and they want people to like them but how do you do that so it's by by putting this perspective of the fact that they're going to see your product for for what it is and your friends and family love you very much but they're probably not going to be honest with you because they're when they see their game they're they're mostly seeing you in it right and they like you but and also like you playing your game yourself, it's really hard to be objective unless you have like a lot of experience, uh, shipping games and you can kind of get what the market is a lot of times you're not going to be very objective to your own product. So what I tell developers to do is if they want to see if they're like, people are interested in the game, they have to to show it. And I don't just mean like a local game dev group I'm talking about with social media. And if people are not engaging with their social media, just like a couple of likes um, then that it's probably being a good indicator whether it's there. But sometimes, sometimes, uh, your game is wonderful. like your game is good, and you just have to make a, another context to it. So like maybe you can improve the arts or maybe you could explain it a little bit better and make it a little bit less confusing. Um, or maybe like you could just like dedicate your Twitter to just the game itself and not have like other things that are cluttering up that might confuse people as to like what your account is about. So that is just an example. Uh, but basically the market doesn't lie to you. If it, if it wants your game, it will tell you just what I'm going to say right here. All right. So, um, I believe that there's a lot of like really good accounts out there that are like, they have good games, but they're, they're just not getting that traction. And I think it's because they do the same things over and over again. And they're not just, they're just not putting enough variety of whatever it is they're, they're showing to people. And people get bored with that after a while. Like maybe they like in the beginning, but they don't want to see the same thing over and over again. So definitely want to try to show different aspects of the game to see what people like about them. Is it your characters? Is it your environment? Is it uh, maybe even your, your voice actor or how you do that? And um, believe me, people will definitely let you know when that happens. And in fact, you can use that uh, for later on with the marketing because you can kind of like have a temperature of, what people are talking about uh for example real quick uh the guy who made a short hike he noticed that people really liked the gif of the character jumping off the cliff and like kind of gliding away and so when he made his trailer that was the very first thing that you saw in that trailer and i thought that was really interesting because you only have a few seconds to engage with people uh, on trailers or on social media so you want to kind of get the quickest reaction that you can that should always be your goal All right. So knowing how to use a tool is not the same as mastery, knowing how to use social media is not the same as creating engagement. So I know this is kind of the same thing repeated, but basically what I'm saying here is that I think uh, technology now is amazing and it's meant to be, it's designed to be user-friendly. And so anyone can probably learn how to use any of these platforms really quickly. The problem comes with people like not understanding how to use these product these platforms to sell their games. So I wouldn't, yeah, just because somebody tells you, like, I know how to post on Twitter, that doesn't mean that they know how to create, uh, I guess, engagement, like getting people to care about whatever it is that you're selling. And that is incredibly important. So make sure that when you want to hire somebody like a peer company or whatever, that they don't, they don't just tell you that they're posting and they can do analytics and, and things like that, that you actually see that they have a track record of having people actually care about what it is that you're doing. And and they know how they can take whatever it is that you're doing, like your game, and, and say it in a way that gets people interested. All right. So next up, we have brand, brand accounts should have a focus. So there, I just want to pause real quick and just say that brand accounts are very different than personal branding. So uh, like companies are different than personal. So your personal brand is like you, your personality. So if you like like cars or certain movies or um, like any interest, really like that is, that's who you are and that's your personality. And that's what you're saying to the world. That is very different than a company brand. Cause a company brand you're like an umbrella for like all, all those people that are represented there. So you have to be a little bit more careful with like how you say things. And I feel like a lot of times people are actually a little bit too careful with what they're saying. And they end up making accounts that are just like really stiff and robotic because uh, they don't know how to like become relatable and show through with their personality. Um, uh, Really quick. So you want to post video screenshots and GIFs of the game as often as you can. I cannot tell you how many times I look into an account of a game and I don't see the game. Like, I'll see a key art, I'll see a screenshot of a character, but that doesn't tell me what the game actually is. Like I want to know who is this person, what are they doing in this world, what is going on here. Uh, like, as quickly as possible, I need to kind of get this information. So if you cannot say that in a, like consistently in a few tweets, people are going to go to your account and like, that's the first impression that you're giving them is that you you don't know how to show that. So I put below this fan art, cosplay, tattoos, merch. What this really means is whatever it is that you're... Whatever it is, how your customers or your players, your audience, like, how are they engaging with whatever it is you're doing? And I know that doesn't work for everybody because sometimes a games don't have things like this. And I'll I'll go over that a little bit later about characters, but... Uh, You basically want to show if you're if you people care about your game and they're talking about your game, you want to showcase that to other people. Uh, Next up, we have updates and studio news, and then reviews, articles, clips of Let's Play. So, this is just basically examples of what you can do that it you know, because and I have like a whole like long list of different like I break these into like smaller categories of like what exactly I want to post onto an account depending on what the game is. But as long as you kind of keep it somewhat variety, but also focused on whatever like messages about your game. Yes. Uh, also I, I put below here, culture and trends, you want to pay attention to them. You don't want to pretend like you're an Island on this huge sea that is, you know, the internet. And if you seem like you are, you know, someone have a personality you're relatable and you're like, you know, what's going on with it. People react to that better. For example, when Doom and Animal Crossing was kind of come out on the same day, people loved this crossover of a uh, you know the two like genres kind of coming together, and there was a lot of memes about Isabel and the Doom guy, and and yeah, that was so the fact that both of the brand social media accounts talked about this was amazing, and the internet loved it, and I got a lot of reactions, a lot of engagements, and so if you're making a game about like dinosaurs, and then a dinosaur movie is going to come out you should definitely talk about that because that's on brand Um, even though it's slightly not what you're doing like people will appreciate that you're paying attention uh next up I, i say talk to your audience and so we've we've all heard this before at some point which is that you shouldn't try to appeal to everybody and that's definitely true for like i know everyone wants everyone's money right they want everyone to buy their game but obviously that doesn't happen. You need to have your super fans. So I, in my head, I picture it like this as a metaphor that you have like a bonsai tree. And with this like bonsai tree, you want to cut off the things that don't matter. Uh, so if you post something and nobody cares about it, I'm like, okay, that didn't work. What will work? You know, what will your audience care about? And you keep growing it and trying different things until you find that thing. And then you can like roll with it. You can, um, how, how do I explain this? Momentum, you gain momentum when when you find something that you're is both like talking about your game and people what they like about your game. So it's it's like the idea of trying to create your, your super fans or the people that will tell other people about it instead of just trying to talk to everybody. So if your game is about like cyberpunk, then you think about that culture that is around that and uh, what they would. You know, but if you are, if your game is about cyberpunk, but then you're talking about like, I don't know, flowers or something like that, that doesn't necessarily go in together. So make sure that you are talking to the people that you want to talk to. Uh, be very careful, though. Like I've talked about a little bit about how when you're doing a brand, uh, we all know that like a lot of these fast food restaurants, like Wendy's and stuff like that, they've started to doing that and they create a lot of engagement with having a personality you can take it too far as well. So like either you're usually pretty robotic and stiff and you're just like announcements after announcements after announcements. And then your, your audience kind of gets like, you know, less interested because you're just doing the same thing. And then you have over here, which is you're too quirky and too, like you act like an actual person instead of a company that's trying to sell something. And then people feel like that's disingenuous and they don't like that. So it takes, it takes a skill and it takes time to kind of, figure out that balance. All right. So I wanna give you some choices right here uh, when it comes to marketing. The first one is learn it yourself, but y'all know that time is money, but what you can do, you can create systems and automation so that it makes it easier for yourself. Like you create a formula of what you can do to to market your game. Um, But also time is money. So it takes time to create these systems. I wouldn't just, yeah, I wouldn't just say, I'm just going to do a bunch of busy work and just post a bunch of times because you like are not really paying attention to what you're doing. So I would actually learn about marketing. All right, second of all is hiring a community manager. So I, you know, going back and forth with this, you shouldn't just hire somebody because they know social media and then just kind of leave them alone. uh, Because I've had this a lot with clients where they're just like, I don't know about social media. I don't know about community, that's what you're going to do. And then they, they kind of like walk away. But like when you have, when you're a community manager, you need to know what's going on with the game or the studio or the company. You need, you need to know like what you're going to talk about, like how to create content and stuff like that. And so if you're not including them on what you're doing, it's a little bit harder. Also, you should learn... You should learn a little bit of marketing for yourself so you know how to communicate with your community manager of whatever vision that you have. And you should have a vision and you should have a goal. Is it to sell the game? Is it to get followers? Is it for Discord? Is it to, to get people to come to your booth at an event? Like have a goal and share that with your community manager and then maybe come up with a strategy that you can do. Don't just like say market my game and just kind of push them off to do that. Um, it's definitely more collaborative than you would think. All right. Another thing you can do is outsource to another company. Uh, So there's amazing companies like Evolve PR that can do that. But unfortunately, not every PR company is the same because what works for maybe another studio may not work for yours. And so I would definitely ask around and say like, hey, your game is similar to mine. Use that PR company. What did they do for you? Did you like what they do? And definitely do your research before you do that, because when you're outsourcing, they're not in-house. And so they don't maybe quite understand what it is that you're trying to do um and i mean they'll do the best that they can but sometimes it's a little bit harder if you know they're doing it from the outside but it's your choice the option is there uh next up i want to say you can get a short time consultant to make you a guide so this is something um i mean i've done all of these before (laughs) but uh this is what i've done a lot as a consultant is people like this is how it works i'll do meeting with people. And then I have them tell me what their game is about. And then I have to ask them a ton of questions. And basically the questions are there to kind of give them a framework of how the public will see their game. And then after that, I tell them, like basically critiquing them of like what was confusing, like what didn't work or what could work and things of like what I would do. So, uh, a consultant can give you like a guide or a plan or create that system or automation, and then you do it yourself. So you, you have several different options. Uh, all right. So next up, when do you start marketing? I get this a lot and obviously there's no one size fit all for this, just like everything else here. Uh, again, marketing is very experimentational. You, you have to feel it. It's intuitive and it takes time And experience to get to that intuition, but to answer the question, when do you start marketing? For me, it should be the idea, and I know that sounds crazy (laughs) because you're just like star. I don't like how do I post on social media about my game? I don't have a prototype or anything yet. Well, marketing is not just posting on social media or media or like getting a Discord or going to an event. Marketing is, again, that mindset, it's that hat. And so when you have a game idea, and I know a lot of developers have many game ideas, um, think about the game idea and how other people are going to see it. So it's not just uh, like, this is the game I want to make. Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. It should be like, this is the game I'm going to make and I believe that people are going to find this interesting because of this, which brings me to what is the hook? And we all know when we're watching a movie trailer, like they have to have that hook in there of like, what's going to get people into the theater. And the same thing goes for game development. And there might be different answers to this out there, but this is how I define it, which is something familiar, but with a twist. And like, this is the, the quickest way I can get into people's heads of like, you need a hook. And and this is what the, the hook should be. Now, again, like this is not all the time because some games are like really out there and weird and not familiar, but still might do well. Like they The truly innovative games, but most games are, you know, just the same thing we've seen before, but a slightly different. I know Ryan Clark, who like from Crypto Necrodancer, Brace Yourself, folks, has said before, it's uh, like you're going to two restaurants and one restaurant is like a generic restaurant that you've been to. uh, And there's a lot of restaurants like it. And then there's this other restaurant that sells really weird food and you don't know what you're going to get from it. Well, you want to kind of combine these two things. All right. Next up is practical ideas for you. Oh, I'm going to drink water. Here's some practical ideas for you. First up is, again, have systems, create automation. Don't just wake up every day and be like, huh, what am I, I going to post today? Because then that, that's what starts to make it stressful for you, is that you have to think of these new things every day. I do something called a content bucket uh, for something that I call maintenance mode. Again, like a lot of companies call these different things, but this is just like how I do it. And like maybe the company you've worked for might have calling it something different. Uh, but basically what it is, is I take like two or three days and all I focus on is the whole month. Of like what I'm going to talk about in social media. And then you can schedule out ahead of time and, and obviously like maybe get some approval from people to make sure that it's okay before you send it out. Um, and I call it maintenance mode because a lot of there's some studios out there that like they know they're making games and people are excited about it, but then they get so wrapped up in development that it might be like four months before they are you know, say anything on social media and people are like, hello, like where's the developers? I haven't said anything. There's no updates on steam forums. Like what's going on here. And so maintenance mode is basically what I do is I do things ahead of time. So I don't have to think about it. And then I can like put my focus into other things. Uh, And then that way they know that, you know, the, the company's still alive. You're still doing things. They're still listening to their audience. Uh, But you can also also focus your attention to other things because you can't do everything in one day. So yeah, definitely, definitely want to do automation. Make it easier for yourself. All right. And then the next thing is the opposite of maintenance mode, which is the big pushes. So are you about to do an event? Um, about to do like a big PR update? Uh, about to port your game to another system and announce that? You know, whatever your big pushes are, you should think them through. So sometimes people are like, oh, no, like we're about to like put our game on Switch today. We better tweet about it. Um it, you know, I, I would take the time and really think about how, like, what can I tweet? That's going to make the most people want to retweet it. Like, what about this is the most exciting for it besides the fact that it's going to be on switch. Right. So I would think, think like, think it through. And I would try to do ahead of time, like on, on a, if you're looking at your pipeline and your schedule of like, when things are going to come out, uh, try to get those marketing beats as much as you can. Okay. Below that is don't get caught up in busy work. This is super easy to do. And this happens a lot with us, particularly CMs that, um, get really into a routine and they just kind of do the same thing over and over again. I've told before that that becomes really monotonous to your audience and, um, it gets boring for the, whoever the person is doing it as well. And it also like the goal should be to, to get more engagement and to grow your audience, get more followers, that sort of thing. Um, That also goes into quality over quantity. So back in the day, uh, there wasn't as many people on social media. And so posting a lot, people would engage you with you more just because you posted a lot because you had things to say. But these days, I believe this is like, to me, the new trend that's happening is that developers should like not tweet every single day, but they should be like have the quality tweets that they know is going to get more engagement than just than just tweeting just to tweet. Right. Um, I think sometimes that's okay if you uh, you're in the middle of a development cycle and you're doing something really tricky. You don't have anything much to talk about. You can do some of those like low ball tweets. But in general, I would focus my energy and my time onto things that people I know people are going to really like. Okay, so really quick, I want to talk about the fact that you need to be flexible. So again, earlier, if you just do the same things over, uh, it gets boring for both sides. And so how do you get this flexible mindset? How do you become experimental? Uh, always be researching because first of all, the industry is always changing and, and how people do things five years ago, uh, may not be the same way as they do them now. So be paying attention to, what other people are doing to this industry and what's interesting and what's working for them. And also I don't just look at the game industry. I look at the fashion industry. I look at tech. I look at uh, beauty. Uh, I look at maybe. Yeah. Did I already say fitness? I don't know. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever is out there, cooking content creators, like I just want to know what are the trends, what's going on, what is the culture saying and how does that relate to whatever it is I'm doing? Uh, and if I can find some correlation there, um, I will do that. And again, see if people respond to it. And again, if you make a tweet, and it doesn't has low response, people don't like it, or or people actively don't, you know, are not in, then just delete it. Like, it's just a tweet. It's okay. You know, it's fine. Um, if you don't like your trailer, redo your trailer, right? All right, so I, just, uh, I think examples are really good. I wish I could like show you the individual accounts and <laughs> what I like about each one of these. But really quick, Pokemon, Animal Crossing, RGG Studio, who does uh, the Yakuza games, Kit Fox, uh, Frog Detective, New Blood, No More Robots, Wholesome Games, and Adult Swim games. I know that's a lot, uh, so that's good. That means like a lot of people are doing amazing content out there that you can take from, and these are what I like. Like It may not ne- necessarily but what you like. So when I talk to, again, a lot of developers, um, I ask them, okay, so you want me to do content for you, you tell me what companies like you really like that they're doing just because and a lot of times they're like, I don't know, like, I just follow my friends (laughs) on social media. Uh, So again, they're not really having like an objective perspective of just like the content of what companies are doing. They're like looking at the games and like steam and sales and stuff like that, which is fine. Um, But I kind of give them a few examples of what I like. And then I say, is this something you're interested in? Or is there another angle that you want to put on it? Again, it's like, it's getting that mindset, it's getting that framework for your game and that context, because with development, you have to be really close to what it is you're making in order to do problem solving. And then for marketing, you have to like kind of be far away from it and look at it from an outsider's perspective looking at. Okay, so what do I like about these counts? Well, um, I feel like there's two ways to do content creation. One is um, education, which is like you're telling people things. So I feel like No More Robots, what micros does is fantastic. He's telling you things uh, about sales and the things he's tried, what hasn't worked, uh, that sort of thing. And education is really valuable, so people will follow you for that because you're giving them value. The second one is entertainment. And so I think instead of just posting announcements all the time, you should be telling a story story. You should be telling a narrative. So I, for example, Animal Crossing, they have Tom Nook. The character Tom Nook is talking on that account. And so it feels like the character is talking to you. Um, For Pokemon, they just showed a different Pokemon and they're, and they basically show off the personalities of them. And for IGG studio, What they do is that they kind of have like inside jokes. So if you don't play the games, you may not know these characters or why they're doing the things they do. But for their core audience that knows these games and loves these games, they will create, uh, you know, engagement with it. And that makes other people curious about it. So, again, you're not trying to get everybody out there, but you're trying to get the few people that really like your game, like understand how they're thinking and talk to them and respect them. All right. So I have two takeaways that I wish you got from my talk. Uh, Hopefully Uh, the first one is marketing is integral part of success for games now. So again, a few years ago, marketing could have been just an add on towards the end of a development cycle. You just had like an article and a a newspaper. You just showed your game at an E3, you know, a trailer. Uh, But with the oversaturation, the things are now, it's becoming more and more part of the development process. Uh, Number two, not just any game will be successful, have a strategy. Again, when I think of marketing, I start with the idea of it. Like, I need that, that pitch, that concept needs to be really strong uh, for, for people to care about it. So, uh, yeah, don't just take any idea and think it's gonna come a huge success. All right, that's me, Starlights Guys. Thank you so much. This is who I am in all the social medias. Yay
1: all right well thank you star uh for 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 doing that so far and uh it's one of the i feel one of the uh biggest misconceptions with marketing as you kind of stated that uh game developers have always used that as like a last resource and in a lot of situations a bit too late um and uh And it wasn't until recently where I I finally kind of got away from game development and and started to kind of dive into kind of telling people about what I do, where I realized, holy crap, this is a whole different world. Uh, Aside from making games, you pretty much have to kind of treat marketing as if you're developing a game, you're developing a product. There's an audience at the end of it. uh, And, you know, whatever you tweet about, whatever you promote, is it interesting? Is it something that people... Not just about the product that you're promoting, but like what you're saying, it, does it command an audience? So uh, I, I definitely want to hear a little bit uh, on is this something that that you went through. Uh, like a formal education or is it more like surveying the industry i mean how how did you come about to developing these skill sets uh to, where it, it, for me it sounds like it makes sense to you but for a lot a lot of us uh other people like game developers you know it's still a very new grounds
0: i'm so glad you asked that i have a lot of a lot of thoughts about it uh well so i'm from ohio which is Kinda, like I, I talk to other people in other countries and I feel a kinship to them because when you're not on the you know, the West Coast, a lot of times you feel isolated from everyone else and you're just like, I don't know what to do. But I knew that I wanted to be a community leader as soon as I graduated from college, as soon as I joined my first game studio, I wanted to run a community because I wanted to help other game developers. And as I was doing it, like, there are so many programmers, a couple sprinklings of artists out there but uh, there was absolutely nobody that was marketing so like this community had all of these games and nobody knew how to sell the games and i was like "Hmm, this this is really interesting like i actually started off in industry as a 3d environmental artist and i totally thought that i was going to be an artist and i didn't know i was going to go into marketing but i took it as a challenge and then as i did it like i realized like whoa like i really really like this because i thought of it as a game in itself like with social media and, um, uh, I will tell you that when, when I talk to other community people, cause I have a discord, uh, full of people like me that do marketing and we share ideas and thoughts and tricks and trips and t- ah. tricks and tips. Yes. <laughs> and basically what they tell me is a lot of times they did marketing and community stuff, but when they were hired, they didn't have any gaming experience. And it's kind of seen as a, an entry level position, However, you do need to have some experience and skills of doing this. And companies just don't know enough about marketing in order to vet people who are going to be effective to whatever game that they have. And so like, how I learned how to do it, uh, just like a lot of these other people had did it was just like pure force, like just like brute force, researching, studying. Um, I watched uh, a lot of like YouTubers, things like Gary Vaynerchuk, and even like Tony Robbins, and people that were not in the game industry, because nobody was going to let me go into their company when I had no experience and like teach me everything. And so I just had to do it myself. And the benefit of this by not just doing whatever every other studio did is that like my marketing became uh, more interesting, unique, because I was coming at it from a different perspective than what I saw other people do. I think every developer does, uh, like every developer, de- like like
1: I, exactly. <laughs> I was about to say that. Yeah, like, like every developer, very, very much like in the game industry, we're we're, at least the best one, the ones that that you don't want to mess with are the ones that. Are self-taught and are driven and uh, are not being told what to do because they they just uh, genuinely are very passionate about it. And uh, even though there is formal education to go through marketing, and, and there are some relative things that you can carry over, I, I do feel like the industry, is, our game industry, is very unique. And there's a very uh, there's a very there's a very specific language to kind of talk to gamers and game developers where we tune in and listen because we kind of tend to move away from something that sounds too corporate or looks too corporate and we just have this 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 certain detachment when it automatically sounds that way so i, I think your messaging has been really great in in the way you you kind of been expressing how how you came about is very relevant to any game developer out there it's like oh man all right, so you know, let's just bust out the books. Let's do some research. Let's treat this as a discipline, as a skill, and, and with respect, as, as something that will carry forward for my future. Uh, essentially, if, if there's anything that I want to do uh, to brand myself, so I'm gonna hit the questions right now, and I want to remind everyone, you know, we do have a Discord channel open, but within the social chat channels, go ahead and ask them. Uh, we do have a moderator in there to kind of pull these questions in. So this first one is from Russell. Campbell Uh, the question is perhaps are there ways to appease the algorithm uh, to bring adjacent audiences into your target audience
0: Um, okay so I feel like there's this approach here to marketing that um, I understand where it comes from that um, like you want to use numbers and that sort of thing to to figure out where people are gonna go but unfortunately that only takes you so far Like, because, and the reason why is because these social media platforms are always changing and discord is changing and, and people and their trends and culture always changing. So a numbers and things that might work like before may not work for even like two months, you know, like, just like with what happened with the virus, you know, people thought they were going to go to events this year. And then all of a sudden we're doing more online conferences. And so things change. So I would not depend on algorithms. I would depend on my intuition. And I would be on the lookout to see like what are what is some what are people that are doing something similar to me, and how are they doing it and how can i if I was to do what they're doing, what would I do better So you need to come of it as a human perspective and you need to come of it of, of like would I care about this and I know that can be that's hard to do, but that is a muscle that you can train yourself. And like all the studios that I I hope you s- people screenshotted that <laughs> those other studios and you check them out and you can kind of see what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that's an actually a perfect segue. So we are collecting all the slides from all our presenters that will be uploaded on the website. So shortly after this conference, uh, after the three days, because I'll be online the whole time, uh, I will upload those and you guys can get the information. So this is a, a question from iForce. Uh, if I'm a new game dev, should I start to promote myself as an individual until I start promoting a game in a brand fashion or is that not necessary?
0: Oh, dude, I definitely say uh, personal branding. And this this goes to everyone here. Okay, so I'm not just talking about games here. A lot of things I'm talking about, because you know what? I'm a Twitch streamer. I, I was like, I've been streaming for five years and I'm a partner. And like, I did that on purpose to see what is it like for a content creator and so i wanted to get into the mindset of like how they think and and what they want uh so that i can as a game developer can better like give them that and so i definitely think you should do personal branding here's another reason why you should do personal branding it's because a lot of these companies don't care about you like (laughs) they're not going to help you propel your career Right. And so if you just do work for them, you're giving them your time and your energy and you're creating them money, but that doesn't mean that they're going to take care of you and your career. So definitely have a personal brand, um, and keep it focused. Just like I would do a company brand. And, uh, I rely on that over and over again, because like when I, whenever I need a new job or I'm looking for something or I want people to care about it. I have years of me building up relationships with people that where people actually care about me because they know what I'm doing. Does that make sense? No matter what I'm doing, they're going to care about it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, And I I totally get that too. I I think people tend to, uh, I, I think the opposite problem is happening right now where people market too late. So I feel like just getting the practice in, learning who's your audience, um, what works, what doesn't work while you have a smaller pool of people where you're, you're OK to messing up and having blunders, uh, it actually works for you. And you kind of, in my opinion, it kind of builds up in a, in a natural way. So this uh, this question is from for Sebastian. Uh, what's the best social media to promote? the games, and uh, two questions. What kind of advice we could get for the automation process of sharing content about our game?
0: All right, I'm going to answer the the first question. Uh, Definitely Twitter right now. I'm not going to say it will be forever, but that's where a lot of journalists are on, and you want journalists, PR people to to look at your game. Uh, um, for, For game dev, you both have text and visuals. It's really hard to sell games on Instagram because it's really they, they need a particular like square format when it comes to video uh, on Instagram, and it's harder to upload because you have to do it through a phone. You can't upload on a desktop, and so with when it comes to game development, that doesn't work as well. With Facebook, um, it's better for like if you want uh, older audiences or like people outside of America because more of those kind of people use Facebook, and and so a lot of times it depends on where your audience is. If you're if your game is for kids. Uh, TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, you can grow really fast, really quickly on TikTok right now. And it's not going to be like that forever. And I know it's kind of scary because it's a new medium. But if you're, if I'm going to have a game for kids, that is where I would go. I would just sit down and figure it out. Uh, so what was the second part of that question?
1: Uh, second question is what kind of advice we could get for the automation process of sharing content about our game?
0: No, if I understand that, what kind of vice
1: yeah i guess they're trying to look for a way where they're not constantly waiting to tweet uh whenever they have a thought like whatever ways that they can get rid uh i think in a way to kind of um uh to do the process in the morning and just let let it kind of be the week's worth of social tweets or whatever i think that's where they're they're, what they're asking yeah okay
0: i was gonna say i'll just i'll just make it super quick okay so basically um it's like training your brain of like what tweets work well and so after a while you, you're like okay if i say things in a particular like direct way uh, also like i just want to say real quick hashtags don't work please like it shows that you don't have confidence if you oh, use the hashtags like you want to have take confidence all my off you- <laughs> <laughs> um
1: well, think- i'll be right back
0: when you're doing an yeah. event, I think like hashtag like GDX.me. I think that's OK because you want you're like, hey, people use the hashtag so I can see the tweets. Right. It kind of unifies the tweets. But if yeah. you're trying to get people's attention with it, that doesn't work. So yeah. but on Instagram and like that works, hashtags works on Instagram. So, again, it depends oh, on the so platform, confusing. but on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> You also want to be short and sweet. Like you don't want to waste people's times, and so the more direct you are, like the quicker you can say something. For example, the marketing brands of like Mac, Macintosh said, "Think differently." Milk had like the Got Milk? Nike had Just Do It. You know, like having these like taglines, these like really quick. Like you get the idea of the company really quickly, like soon. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no I that makes
0: sense. Um, yeah. Um, if you have an idea for a tweet, write it down like right away. And try to have a collection of them. Um, like I have like a hundred different ideas I do for content. And whenever I'm struggling for something, I go back to my own resource that I've created. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do something like this. Okay, cool. And then I put it through.
1: All right. So I have uh, another question from Ross five have you got any advice for a studio who may have finished alpha on the verge of wanting to give or outsell early access keys and want to go for a beta release how would you build that audience and reach prior to getting to finishing the alpha so getting some noise during alpha
0: um i would create um art assets as soon as possible like i like that's why having, like, a vertical slice is super, like, I wouldn't say super important. Not everyone needs a vertical slice. But yeah. creating art assets, creating key art, creating, like, and things that you can reuse over and over again. Um, but also have a strong tagline. So there's this game called uh, This War Is Mine. I think that's the name of the game. And their tagline for the game, because it was a really hard game to sell. It visually wasn't, it was like a dollhouse game. Like, you, you could see inside, like, a cut view. So it wasn't, like, a dynamic uh, like Breath of the Wild kind of visual game. And so what they did is the tagline was, in war, not everyone is a soldier. And that right there tells you the game. It tells you the narrative. Like, you know what it's about. So the fact that like they were focusing on this idea that um, about the, the civilians of war, um, they could do that. So again, it's about being a human, understanding context, uh, knowing what appeals to people. And if you don't know, then try it online. Like do, because a lot of... Uh, Publishers will be like, hey guys, you know, we're looking for our next game, you know, give us your pitches. And so I see like hundreds of developers will like to Raw Fury or Devolver, will show them the game. And if nobody's liking your game or, or interested in it or don't want to hear more about it, like try to figure out why. And also I want to say, you know, the idea of like fail faster, yeah. that should be for making your game too. like not every game idea is going to be successful. So if nobody... If you're putting work into it and nobody's caring about it i would just like x on that game and start all over again with another game because we all have we all have like new ideas right we all have different games mm-hmm. um, that doesn't go for everyone but
1: <laughs> so this uh this is a question from fine spine i recognize the name he's actually one of our presenters for day three ben uh so fine spine i don't know if you wanted me out him <laughs> It's too late. Uh, Have you ever experienced an ad that you thought would tank, but it ended up doing really well?
0: I don't know if anything I've done has actually tanked. Um, I think one time I tried to do a poll about, like, where people got their indie games. And a particular set of uh, people, like, an Eastern European, thought it was too American-centric and were complaining about it being too American-centric. Um, But a lot of times like um, I started off small and nobody cared about it. So I'll get, I'll go, I'll go, I'll just tell a story. So I'm an artist and I was struggling with art. Like nobody cared about my art. It wasn't good because I was always pushing myself and always like putting it to the limit. Um, So one day I couldn't sleep and I was like, I just want to do art for fun. And I'm just going to do something really quick and it's going to be really simple. I'm not going to think about it. And I posted that online and that did super well. And I was like, oh, oh, I was putting way too much effort into this. Like I need to just like take a step back and make it more simple uh, and people react to that better. Like you don't want to like act like you're trying too hard. And that's what I was trying to do with art. So I wouldn't say I had anything tank. Now I've had people not like things, but a lot of times that's out of your control. You know, like for example, um, they don't like, there's a bug in the game and they're complaining about a bug in the game and you're here posting about uh, something else and like they just want to complain about that like I've gotten that a lot
1: Mm -hmm. definitely so this is a a question and again to remind everybody feel free to throw those questions in there this is Boan. if a strategy isn't working for at first how long should I stick with it before trying something different
0: that is where intuition comes in um i'd say if you make about 10 tweets in uh, a few weeks and nobody's saying anything that's when you need to reevaluate again how you're explaining their game how you're showing your game or if the game itself is even something that people want and it's good to try yeah again fail faster try it again um Yeah, and the more things you do, the more you learn. As like you know, there's that story about Angry Birds, how they made like 50 failed games, right, before they made Angry Birds, and Angry Birds was obviously a shock to them and everyone else. (laughs) But uh, that's that's how it it does sometimes. Um, And also, some games require like some people want to make like realistic AAA games, and that also takes a long time. And so, in those situations, if you're trying to push a games like graphics to the limit i would wait to do marketing until it gets to that that time uh even if it's like closer to the end of development and then show that it's it's a lot of smoke and mirrors we're like magicians
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's pretty relevant to to again uh, like the similarities i mean we are within the same industry but anything that's outside my cubicle anybody i always relate them to like too far out of reach And marketing department have been something that, you know, I I never really mingled with and never really learned from, you know, I never really talked to on a day-to-day basis, even being a lead at a major studio. Um, the interaction is very, very minor. It's like, can you provide this to do this? We're not sitting down and they're not walking us through what they're planning to do with this piece of artwork, right? They're just kind of,
0: I really, I really hate that too, because I feel like, a lot of companies are just like, you, community person, you're off in that corner and you can't sit yeah. with us. Cool kids. You know, we're developers. Yeah. And I've gotten this so many times. And I'm like, no, I need to know what you're doing. You What's need to know on? what I'm doing because we're collaborating here. With AAA company, obviously, that's not necessarily you have uh, leads. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, it, honestly, every developer should learn a little bit about marketing so that they know what the goals should be. Right
1: yeah I I totally agree I wished I had um, paid more attention to the company meetings when they had the slide decks and explaining with numbers uh I genuinely <laughs> just never really paid attention until it was too late where it felt like finally the knowledge started creeping back when I was applying it um, to my own own work. And I feel like, honestly, a huge upgrade has been just talking to you for the last couple of months, finally you know, Yay. paying attention to it. So definitely hit up Star and, and, and hit it up on Twitter to kind of seek advice because your advice really woke me up in a way where i was like, "Oh, okay. Finally. All right, I got to roll up my sleeve and do some stuff because, you know, what you say is makes a lot of sense, but it's just one of those things where I got to pay attention, right? I think a lot of that is just people need to, need to pay attention and treat it just like anything else, especially like their product." Exactly. So this is a question from like that, Go
0: ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say really quick. This is why it's not a mystery. Like developers act like this is such an ambiguous thing that they they can't possibly figure out. It's like that fog in Dark Souls. Like you have to get through this wall to see what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, but in reality, it's actually straightforward and logical. If you understand humans and you understand like how you like things, you probably can understand why somebody else likes something. Okay, that's all. Right.
1: <laughs> well, I have uh, one last question here, in the this is from Nightwolf for your games media can you post your own let's play along with others or would it be better to have a secondary account for let's play to try the distance youtuber from the indie company
0: um i i would have to see what you're saying but i generally like to put things as together as much as possible some people like to create different discords for every single one of their games or different accounts for all the games that they have. And I like to make things easier for myself. So sometimes it depends on like what that is. But um, yeah, if you're if you're trying to build a personal brand and a game account at the same time, just be very careful of like what you're doing and uh, make sure that your game has something to do with the Let's Plays that you're, you're doing. Um, I would say like New Blood is a good example of that studio because they're really good at showcasing their games, but also how their personality uh, reflects how their games are. So um, definitely would want to probably check them out and see how they do it.
1: Yeah, it's an actual problem that I've been struggling with myself. It's like I do like the idea in uh, consolidating my social media efforts because it is with every new account a whole you're taking on a new kid, right? And you got to put a lot of care in it to kind of see the fruits of that labor. And it can be very exhausting managing like two or three or five Twitter accounts and multiple Discord channels and Facebook channels. Uh, I mean, like you mentioned before, it becomes a full-time thing and uh, needs that attention to to kind of build a community in each so uh, yeah, I mean that that be pretty much sums it up, Star. I want to thank you again for for coming on and giving us your knowledge and and, and spreading the love of marketing because it is something that I feel hey. <laughs> finally uh, that people are finally appreciating. Especially, I think a lot of it has to do with um there there have been more and more branded uh, at least self branded uh, developers out there. Uh, coming out to kind of seek uh how to promote themselves so at the same time i, f- I feel like just like myself uh there's a tension finally given uh to a very beneficial aspect of game development which is telling people about your game <laughs> who would have thought
0: it's not yet it's not evil yeah it's
1: not evil, <laughs> yeah, it's not not evil, evil at all accessible. yeah yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> I thank you definitely. so
0: much. I appreciate you having me and giving me the chance to talk about this. And of I hope the rest of it goes fantastic.
1: Well, thank you bye so everyone. much. Bye, everybody. Well, I'm still on. Bye, Star. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What are you doing? I don't want to log off yet. Oh my god! All right, bye. You can also follow me on Twitter at Blue Champs, B-L-U-C-H-A-M-P-S. You want to catch these episodes live every Tuesdays and Thursdays, go to twitch.tv forward slash blue underscore champs. Email me any of your concerns or questions that you want me to read aloud at the beginning of each episode at info at And if you want to further support us and help unlock the next feature, which is the voicemail feature, go to patreon.com